In 1 Samuel, Hannah, year by year, she went up to the tabernacle. You don't need to turn there. I want you to just listen to me. Year by year after year, year after year, she went up to the tabernacle. And she worshiped God. She prayed. She wanted a child, a male child. But year after year, nothing happened. And her husband gave her a double portion trying to satisfy her. She was not going to be satisfied with earthly things. There's people who looks for experience with God. You don't need an experience with God. You need a relationship with God. Experience with God doesn't last, but a relationship will last. It'll last forever. What she wanted was something from God. She wanted a child. That ought to be the cry of every Christian to produce children for God. That ought to be our cry. And then she fasted, the Bible said. She wept bitterly, and she fasted. First Samuel 2, and said, With my mouth I destroyed my adversary. How many know your mouth is very important to destroy your adversary? She wept bitterly, she cried, and she fasted. But God had closed up her womb. But when she cried out to God through fasting and prayer, God opened the womb that he had closed to bring forth the miraculous things of God, bring forth new life and something this next generation is going to be. Like our Sunday school lesson this morning, the promise was never to Abraham. God never promised Abraham. The promise was to the seed through Jesus Christ. So she became pregnant. She wanted a child. But here's something else she said, I'll give that child back to the Lord. We don't know how old wean age is. There's controversy on that. But he was very small when she carried him back to the temple. And there's something before she carried him back to the temple. She made him a lentil ethob. Only the high priest is supposed to wear a lentil ethob. She clothed him what she wanted him to become. I would say all the parents, we have to start clothing our children what we want them to become. We cannot leave it up for chance. She did not leave it up for chance. She clothed him what she wanted him to become. He was the only person in the world was hearing from God as a child. Adults was not hearing from God. Eli, the high priest, was not hearing from God. But the Bible said he hid every word in his heart that he heard from God. He didn't let one of them fall to the ground. And then it goes on later to say that every word that Samuel spoke came true. I'd like to get to that place. Wouldn't you like to get to that place? That's how close he walked with God. He heard from God. He walked with God. Saul conferred with him when he was in trouble. David conferred with him when he was in trouble. Even when he died, was put in the grave, Saul went and asked the witch of Endor to call him up from the dead. He needed to talk to him. His life lived on after he was dead.
and all of his life he troubled the Philistines. All of our lives we ought to be troubling the devil, and the devil ought not to be troubling us. We ought not to have no trouble with the devil. He has trouble with us. When we submit ourselves to God, resist the devil, he'll do what? Now, she got this by fasting and what? She'd been going up year after year, year after year. Her adversary was giving her trouble. Second Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1. By my mouth, I destroyed my adversary. How many know that your mouth is important against your enemy? Some things only happen how? By fasting and what? It's some things only going to happen to come about through fasting and praying. And that's what she did. Now, Esther, in the book of Esther, Esther is the type of the Gentile church. Vestai is the type of the Jewish church. That's why the king dropped her because she wouldn't do what he wanted to do. The man, the king, is a type of Jesus Christ. Nowhere in the book of Esther does it mention anything about God or the Lord of anything. But he's the type of the king, Jesus. He's their type. Esther is a type of the Gentile church. Mordecai is a type of the Holy Ghost. So we have something going on here. When she found out that all the Jews was going to be destroyed and be killed because Haman, Haman's a type of the devil. I mean, you know, the devil is after you. He wants you dead. He don't want you alive. He don't want you to function. And she dressed herself and told her maid to go tell Mordecai to quit crying. How I many you know the devil don't want you to cry and pray? He don't want you to cry out to God. He don't want you to call on the Lord. And so Haman, he had a, a king to sign a decree and put his seal on it that all the Jews was going to be what? Annihilated. And Mordecai tells Esther, said, don't you think you're going to escape because you are a Jew. You're going to be killed with all the rest of them. She wanted the Holy Ghost to be quiet. How I many you know sometimes we as Christians, we don't want the Holy Ghost to move on us such a way that we cry out like we've never cried before. So she fasted and prayed three days. She had everybody to fast and pray three days. And she said, I'm going to go before the king. If I die, I what? No one could go to the king except the king sent for them. It could be sudden death. She said, if I die, I die. I'm going before the king. And when she walked in there, the king looked at her and helped out the sceptre and said, you accept it. I'll give you half as much as my kingdom or whatever you ask. She was not looking for half of the kingdom. She didn't have no intention asking for half of the kingdom. She was not looking for earthly things. She was looking for a spiritual anointing from God, from Jesus Christ. That's what she was looking for. And um, make the story short a little bit. You know the story. Haman, he had made a gallus for Mordecai. He was going to hang him. But it round up that Haman got hanged on his own gallus. 
I mean, you know that one of these days, the devil's going to get hanged on his own gallows. He's going to be put in the pit of hell forever and locked up, and he's never going to get out. But until then, some people ask me, how long are we going to have to deal with this? As long as you live, but you're going to have the victory over it. And the Bible said, and the king told him, said, I want you to take everything that Haman had and give it to Esther. And then he tells her, said, I'll give you half of my kingdom. That's what she didn't want. She said, this is what I want. He said, let me hear it. I want a decree signed that my people won't be killed. All the Jews won't be killed. Haman had a decree. Now, this is what the king said. Nothing I can do about it. Are you all ready for this? There's nothing I can do about it. I can't fight for you. I can't stop them from killing you. But I can write another decree and put my seal on it that you can defend yourself. Jesus Christ has given us the authority over all of our enemies. He's expecting us to defeat the devil ourselves because the same power that he used to defeat the devil, he put it in this. The king says, what I've written, I can't change. Throughout the Bible, when the king wrote something, put his seal on it, he can't change it. Now watch this. He said, now I'm going to make a decree and I'm going to seal it where you can defend yourself. And then he says, it's now up to you. How many know it's up to us? It's up to you as an individual. You have the authority from the king with his seal on it that you can fight the devil and beat him every time at his own game. Some things Jesus said only come how? It's not going to come no other way except what? Now, we're moving up to a new level, so the rest of our lives we should commit ourselves to what? Fasting and what? Praying. So don't let this thing get away from us. There the church fasted every Wednesday and every Friday. They had a day set aside that they fasted. People normally that don't have a day set aside to fast never what? They never usually fast. Normally, if people don't have a time to set aside to pray, they don't what? They normally don't pray. So we're going to pray and make it a habit of praying as the things of God. Now, it says in Acts 10, Carnitas, he was a devout man, one who feared God with all of his house. Brother Ken asked us some questions this morning. How do our children, our grandchildren look at us? Do they see that we are people that can touch God? People that can call on God and bring God down? But listen to this. He was a devout man, one who feared God with all of his house, who gave much alms, in other words, money, to the people, and prayed to God always. He was always what? Now he says, on the fourth day of my fast, he fasted always. He said, on the fourth day of my fast, what happened? An angel shows up. Fasting and praying brings about revelation. 
God will give you a revelation when you're sincere and you fast and you pray. He'll give you a revelation. An angel shows up, said, go down to Joppa, to the tanner's house, and you will find a man called Peter. Peter, he went up on the housetop, and he was about to faint or go to sleep because he'd been what? Fasting. And the Bible said in the sixth hour of his fast, what happened? Brother Clayton, what happened? We heard that at the conference one time, didn't we? They let down the sheet and all kinds of unclean beasts and everything was on it. And, and the guy was preaching that. And another guy spoke up and said, I don't believe that all unclean thing was in there. And the guy was preaching, so I don't know. I just, all I know what it said. And he kept right on preaching. All kinds of unclean. Now, you see the connection? Carnitas is praying in the fourth hour. He's fasting. What happens? Fourth day of fast, what happens? Angel shows up. Down here at Joppa, many miles away, you got Peter up on the housetop of praying in the sixth hour or the sixth day of his fast. What happened? A sheet comes down from heaven. I want you to know that God is hearing your prayer. When you're praying, God is hearing what you're saying. And he's going to answer your prayer. He gave Peter the answer to it. And he said, there's some men waiting on you down at the gate, waiting on you. And I want you to go with them. And you know the story. He didn't want to go. But anyhow, the point is that fasting and praying will bring revelation. Some things want to happen how? You can pray and pray and never get what? But when you fast and pray, throughout the Bible, when you fast and pray, Hannah did, Esther did, and every time they got what? Carnelius was fasting and praying. The fourth day of his fast, angel shows up. Peter's on the housetop fasting and praying. A sheet comes down, and he gets revelation. So we're going to pray here in a minute. I believe God wants to work in our lives. Some people say, well, I'm waiting on God. We never wait on God. He's waiting on us. He's waiting on us. So we're going to hear in a minute, we're going to ask the praise team to come down, and we're going to pray. But first of all, we're going to read the scriptures found in Matthew 9, 37 and 38. And while they're getting at it, okay. Now, Jesus said to his disciples, I want you to help me read this. Is it up here too? Okay. What does it say there? The harvest is what? Plentiful. But what? The labors are few. Okay. Therefore, pray the Lord. Who is the Lord of the harvest? Jesus Christ. He's the Lord of the harvest. To send out labors to whose harvest? To his harvest. 